honestly, I was just working my way up to death. I thought about killing myself every day. I was using all the time, and I, that's not a sustainable lifestyle. My brother shot himself because of drugs. When you are using technology to lure children for sexual purposes, there's a couple of problems that concern me. But I remember feeling kind of relieved after hurting myself. Do you have any idea how much you were worth? I like to say it this way, great people are really built in the furnace of affliction. Our teens are navigating a world of information anarchy and increased stress and pressure. Drugs are glorified more than ever before and there seems to be a suicide option that didn't exist prior. As adults, we are responsible to provide the help at-risk teens need. Have teens changed or is it just the world they live in that's different? Is this why so many teens are traumatized or triggered? My name is Aaron Huey and in 2009, I opened a home for these teens with the hopes of giving them a second chance at creating the life we all know they deserve. Now I want to give parents the information that contributed to our success and to support them in navigating the at-risk world. These are the stories told by the teens and the techniques used by experts to help them. Welcome to Beyond Risk and Back. So Beyond Risk and Back has been designed from the beginning to be that ounce of prevention. Running a facility, uh, I really have felt like that pound of cure. We're a successful facility. We're a successful pound of cure, but the ounce of prevention is so much cheaper. Emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, and financially. One of the things that carried me through every aspect of my addiction, uh, the dark times in my life has always been music. There is a, a man here who's in private practice in Highlands Ranch, Colorado, uh, named Phil Stone. I'm going to let him introduce himself through song. This is Phil Stone. Have you ever felt like nobody was there? Have you ever felt forgotten in the middle of nowhere? Have you ever felt like you could disappear? Like you could fall and no one would hear? Well, let that lonely feeling wash away maybe there's a reason to believe you'll be okay because when you don't feel strong enough to stand you can reach out just reach out your head and oh someone will come running and i know They'll take you home. Even when the dark comes crashing through, when you need a friend to carry you, when you're broken on the ground, 
you will be found so let the sun come shining in you'll reach up and you'll rise again lift your head and look around you will be found you will be found you will be found you will be found you will be Why music? Why, 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 why this for your work to talk with teens in crisis? Why? So my backstory is when I was a freshman in high school, my best friend committed suicide at my house. And that left, left a rippling effect for my family, his family, the community. And after that, I devoted my life to helping teens in crisis. Music, as Hans Christian Andersen says, where words fail music speaks so music is the bomb and i like to bring my kids in and say you know what do you listen to if it's rap if it's trap music if it's death metal if it's goth music if it's punk whatever it is i say bring it on and we we can really bond and connect over that phil one of the things that i've always uh, said to a parent at, a, at one of our parent weekends or a parent in our facility because inevitably when i'm working with the family i'm gonna hear oh this music they listen to i just i mean the this rap music it's just the you know the bitches and drugs and guns and i actually say to every parent you know have you ever like printed up the lyrics to their favorite song and read it i don't know what their favorite song is ask and totally. every single time they've come back or gone to the kid and said i had no idea because because you know, we might fall in love with a beat. We might fall in love with the with a musical rhythm. Five, yeah, yeah. and and so that's and that's one thing. And the, and the words may not mean much, but if a parent and a child are having a conversation about music, it's like, do you, do you remember the the Billy Crystal movie um, City Slickers, yes. where where the guy's talking about baseball and statistics, and that's how he and his dad connected. Totally. The fact that that my mom and I could talk about Janice or uh, Three Dog Night or Blood, Sweat and Tears. Um, it was a connection point. And as much as she hated how loud I listened to Kiss, she knew all the lyrics. Well, and parents better get on board. They better listen to XXX, Tentacion, the suicide songs. They better listen to Post Malone. They better listen to the metal because that's what their kids are listening to. Check I, it out. I still listen to metal. You're talking to a deep old metal head right? here. So it's okay. So, so we got, we, we are saying, check it out. We are saying, check it out, but we're asking and parents to be open-minded. Yeah. And I say, don't judge, um, join, don't judge, join, find out why do they like it? What's their favorite part? What is this saying? A lot of the X songs, they have some dark, dark lyrics. For some, that might be thinking about suicide, but for a lot, it might be, this helps me feel. I've got a kid that loves Linkin Park, right? So that's his emotion, sort of, that's his emotional therapy. He puts on Linkin Park, and it helps him with his guilt, his anger, his frustration. Look, when, when, Chester, when Chester killed himself, 
we had kids come into the facility because of because that. of that. Like totally. they they wanted to follow Chester out, and Chester had right. struggled with anxiety and depression, depression for, so for a long, long time. I'm personally still kind of mad at him for that. Well, right, but, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I but do. That's their struggle. That and, is, and, and that is, it's the selfish side of suicide. It's right. the struggle side of suicide. It's the shattering of the soul that takes place. Totally. But uh, a young man who I worked with many, many years ago, Jesse, rest in peace. Uh, he took that song about suicide and we made a video of it when he was my client. And he did his own video to that song. Nice. Now you're showed his family and his family was like, now we get it. And it was the only way he was able to, to get through. Yes. Right. That's it. To grandparents, to aunts and uncles, everybody was like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we get it. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of teens struggle with a lot of things. One of which is dealing with disappointment. And this is a song I wrote called, I Believe in You. Yes, I know you're scared right now. Feeling lost and having doubts. All of the lonely tears you cry, not of regret eat you up inside. I really wish that you could see just how much I believe in you. Cause you believe in me, we're gonna make it through. Everything's gonna be so amazing, so real and so true. Clear out the old to make room for the new. You're in the zone, you got this now, and your light is shining through. And I believe. In you, yes, I believe in you. For a while, feel all right. Back on your feet, eyes open wide. And when the crazy creeps up suddenly, filling your head with insecurities. I'm right here, like you were there for me. Cause I believe in you. You believe in me. We're gonna make it through. Everything's gonna be so amazing, so real and so true. Clear out the old to make room for the new. You're in the zone, you got this now. And your light is shining through. Don't let the dark side tell you you're not good enough. We are all right here for you, reaching out to lift you up. Oh, yes, we believe in you. Oh, we all believe. You're gonna break on through And everything's gonna be So amazing, so real and so true Clear out the old to make room for the new 
You're in the zone, you've got this now, and your light is shining through. You're not alone, just take my hand, cause I've got you. And I believe in you. I believe in you. In your practice, do you do you sing to the kids? Do you write songs with the kids? We write songs, and it's funny because I start to feel like the guitar center in my office. I got guitars hanging. I've got keyboards, and I really I let the kids share what they want to. And a lot of kids have like a riff, but they don't have lyrics. So I'll throw an idea out, and it takes a while for them sometimes. They're not like I could sit down and write a song within a couple hours. They might take a couple of weeks. Do you actually get to the point with them where you're recording music, you're putting tracks down multiple levels? You know, um, yes, I have done that before. It depends on, on the youth and their comfort level. But yeah, I've got a kind of a stable of rappers, DJs, guitar players, singers. My hope would be to put them all together on one stage and do like a, a full act. Eventually, we'll do that. And certainly, putting them up on YouTube or Facebook doesn't exactly. make sense. You know, that's it. If, if they want to do that, you can, but right. you're, you know, you can't by, by violating rights unless you have parents' permission and stuff like that. And are you just working with adolescents? You have an adult clientele. I have an adult clientele. I also work with couples. Um, my youngest client is seven years old right now, ADHD. Um, I've worked a little with the elderly, but. I kind of, I got a sweet spot for like 18 to 35 right now. And there's a lot of young men. I'm really excited because back in the day, guys didn't go to counseling, right? Right. But I've got, I got the captain of the football team. I got the quiet, shy guy. I got a musician. So these guys are coming in for help because they know they need it. It's a great shift in my opinion. It seems that, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to you sing, and quite frankly, everybody else in the room is too when you, when you start going. And so you, you've gotten past the point of, of uh, uh, you know, being afraid of being judged because you've been heard. You know, how do you... Right, right, yeah, stage fright. So even if it's a one-on-one -on -one audience, how do you get a kid through stage fright? How do you talk them through that experience of a kid's like, you know, I've got, I got some stuff, you know, I'd love to sing a song, but... I could never, I could never. One of my clients said, okay, you're my therapist, so you can't put my lyrics down, or don't judge me. And I don't, I'm totally like geeked out. Like, yes, that's awesome. Even if it's like off key, or if it's a little rough, I just love it. And I'm like, bring it, bring it, bring it. Because teenagers have a great creative brain. We've shut off that creative side of our brain. We judge it, we go, oh, that's a stupid idea. Not them, they just go full blast. And I just invite them in, play your riff, give me your words. So it's an open environment. To get them over stage fright, that is exposure. Like maybe we'd go sing to their parents. Maybe then we'd go to a crowd that's small, but get them used to it over time. So let me ask about the singing to the parents, because it feels like that would be a major step in anybody's therapeutic process is putting their heart down on paper and then exposing the mom and dad. That can be really powerful stuff for sure. And it, it turns into a little processing afterwards. Of course. For sure. Yeah. I'm working on putting a group together, uh, meaning 
uh, family support. It's a, that could be a, a little built-in audience right there. So coming soon. Where, where ultimately do you go with this? I mean, you, you're, you've got a kid coming into your office. Uh, you said you, I want to get this right. You are an LCSW. So you've got families who have hired you to do some one-on work with a, a loved one, a family, themselves, something like that. They come in. Is every single one of your clients music or do you do some traditional well, stuff? I would say only a small percentage is music. Yeah, most of it is talk therapy. I'm a DBT trained okay. therapist. I went to University of Washington and trained with Marshall Linehan 10 years ago. And so I do a lot of that. What I find is the team will open up, but I have to see the parents separately because the parents are scared, frustrated, uh, burned out, and they need support as well. So that's a whole separate track of work too. And I was gonna say, if your office looks like a guitar center, inevitably the sudden, everybody's gonna say, what are the guitars for? Oh yeah, people coming in and it's kind of, I think the universe is sending me creative, sensitive kids. I got a lot of, you know, playing guitar or playing piano or in musical theater. Um, got a few of the LGBTQ population, you know, that's also into music and creativity. Um, I have a photographer on my caseload. So kind of, I'm wide open to the arts. And in my mind, artists are some of our most troubled. You know, there's a fine line between genius and madness. <laughs> Let me ask you a question about artists, uh, for example. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a stigma that to be a good artist, you had to have a really shitty background. <laughs> Is that true? Um, it really works for rock. <laughs> so my band is called Rock Covery. And we do events like this at the Winter Symposium. We'll go into treatment centers and we'll sing songs of hope and healing. And I'm not kumbaya over here. I'm like distortion pedal and heavy drums. I mean, we rock out. Um, for rock and roll music, there's an old saying, you don't want a grounded, nice, normal lead singer. You want a train wreck for a lead singer. You want Steven Tyler back in the day. You want him to be kind of crazy <laughs> and out of control. Back in the day, <laughs> that, that guy, uh, I will. Still I, kind of on fire. I, I agree. His his philanthropy is on fire. What he does for addicts and, and people in recovery is phenomenal. And I will agree with you because the old Steven Tyler was fun to watch. The new one. It's like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Anthony Kiedis. You know, these yeah. guys are like. But what I like is to find them early. You can still be a rock star and not throw your life away. You can bring the energy, but you don't have to do cocaine or get drunk or do speedballs, you know, or the MDMA, yeah. you know, the Molly for the, you don't have to do any of that. You can rock out sober and you actually, newsflash, you'll sound better if you're straight on the stage. Uh, let's see, my next question, I have forgotten my next, no, um, coaxing out the truth in the lyrics. Can you find yourself reading somebody's lyrics and looking at them and being like, come on, you got more than this, I know it. Well, it really depends. Uh, a long time ago, and I wish I still had the lyrics for this, I had two boys and the boys had fetal alcohol syndrome kind of traits. So sure. they, were, they were developmentally delayed. And uh, we wrote a song for their dad who passed away from a heroin overdose. And 
So it was super basic. Holy moly. But it was great, you know, so I didn't. You didn't push it. I didn't push it. That was their range. What I'm more likely to push is, hey, you could do better with that melody. Um, that could rhyme better. Or let's, what typically happens is you got line one, na 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 na. Oh, here, let me start that over. I'm back. Line one is like, na 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 again. Na 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 na. We're bored by now. Na 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 na. One more time. No 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 no. We gotta cut that up, right? We gotta mix that up. Hold the note. Wait, that was like every Kiss song, right there. What are you talking about? That was perfect. It's true, right? We got time for one more? Oh man, I, I think for you I got time for twelve more, but let's we'll sit we'll settle on one and we'll bring it home. I want parents to have your uh, contact information. Been torn apart. Got so many scratches and scars. Maybe they won't all go away, but they'll fade. Maybe time can mend us together again. It's not what we've done, but how far we've come. We will recover. The worst is over now. All those fires we've been walking through, still we survive somehow. We will recover, the worst is behind, and it hurts but in time, I know that we will recover. All right, I know, I know my audience well enough to know that there's going to be some parents who say, all right, my kid will, my kid will do that, because we don't have to call that therapy. Right, <laughs> we can call that guitar lessons and hanging out. And so, Phil, how are how are families going to find you? They can find me at philjstone.com. They can also hit me up on email, phil.jason.stone@gmail.com. I'm also on westsidebehavioralcare.org. You can go online there and schedule an appointment straight online. I'm in Highlands Ranch at 470 and Lucent Boulevard. They give them out your phone number too, or do you prefer not? Sure, why not? All right, we got Phil Stone, Rockovery, 303-807-7397. That's 303-807-7397. I got that right, right? You got it right. Hey, Phil, thank you so much. We're going to be in touch. Uh, I want to I wanna talk to you about uh, I Believe in You. Another turning point of fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. Don't make the best with this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. Remember, parents, you take care of yourself first, you take care of your adult relationship second, you take care of your children third, because in that way, we do our best work with our kids. Here's some more Phil Stone. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind. 
Hang them on a shelf in good health and good time. Tattoo the memories that skin on a trial. For all it's worth, it was worth all the while. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. Phil Stone, thank you so much for being on Beyond Risk and Back. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Beyond Risk and Back. Join us each week for your connection to experts in adolescent health and wellness, recovery, and responsibility, and also to listen to teens talk about their lives in crisis. For more information on our program for struggling teens or me, please go to firemountainprograms.com, join us on Facebook at Fire Mountain Residential Treatment Center, or at Beyond Risk and Back. Visit our YouTube channel at Fire Mountain RTC for even more support with our parent training videos. Special thanks to Mental Health News Radio for their continued love and support of our program. Please go to mentalhealthnewsradio.com to see all of their podcasts. Feel free to email me at Aaron at firemountainprograms.com. So...